Welcome back to an audience of one, a podcast for people who feel overwhelmed by their shortcomings and need to be reminded that they have value and that they have worth and a gift to the world that they need to share should they live up to their true potential. That no matter how far you've strayed, it's never too late to come back to the path. You have to commit to the struggle. You have to take that overwhelming feeling of despair and turn it into a burning desire for change in your heart. You have to decide who do you want to be. You can't control all of the situations or the outcomes, but you can control how you interact with those situations. Are you going to be the type of person who chooses to do the wrong thing and has to live with the regret of your shortcomings? Or are you going to be the person who does the right thing because it's the right thing and be rewarded with the feeling of pride in your own integrity through consistent positive actions and commitment to the process? So you have to make a conscious decision to do good, to be good, to live a God-centered life that is filled with taking good actions and avoiding bad ones. Essentially, you have to decide who do you want to be. Do you want to live a God-centered life or do you want to walk a path that is completely devoid of any spiritual guidance or fulfillment? Do you want to follow a set code of conduct that you believe to be inspired by a higher power or do you want to follow your whims and desires and make the rules up as you go along so that you can remove yourself from any feeling of remorse or guilt do you want to live a morally upright life which leads to good or do you want to live a morally corrupt life which leads to evil and destruction so you know who you want to be and where you want to be and the path that you want to take you know that you want to live a God-centered life, so it's absolutely imperative that you act as soon as possible and as frequently as possible. And as you start along this journey of changing and improving your life, it's extremely important that you start to develop a relationship with God. And that is going to be developed by consistently seeking the favor of God through consistently trying to do good deeds and consistently trying to avoid doing bad deeds and striving to continue despite the inevitable mistakes that you're going to make along the way. So you know that you have to start, but it can feel really overwhelming with regards to where do I start? But one of the greatest places that you can start in terms of developing a relationship with God is through doing good deeds. And one of the best deeds that you can do specifically with regards to ones that are going to help you in developing that relationship with God is going to be through prayer. Prayer absolutely needs to be at the very foundation of your process of developing yourself into the person you need to be. Yet many people will ask like, what's the point? What is the actual benefit of prayer? Because let's face it, unless you are calling out to God give me X today and tomorrow you receive X, it's really hard for us to conceptualize what is the actual benefit? What do I get out of it? Well, if you are intending to live a God-centered life, then you're going to need to develop a relationship with God. And there's going to be different ways in which that's going to be developed. One of which is that you're going to follow a very specific code of conduct, which is going to bring you closer to God because that code of conduct is going to set you up for consistently doing good deeds and avoiding evil deeds. So the very actions that you will be taking will be positive and through doing good, you will be keeping yourself from harm in harmful situations. But also by associating yourself with good, you will do good and be good and put yourself in better situations. 
Another way in which you can develop your relationship with God is through being cognizant of that relationship throughout your day through the actions that you're going to be doing. And this will continue to have a positive impact on you as it encourages you to do more good. The more good you do, the better you'll feel. The better you feel, the more you're going to be encouraged to do good, and you will continue to build momentum as you continue to change your life for the better. And so while part of this process is going to be developing a relationship with God through doing righteous actions, there's also a part of it where we want to be in the communication with God as much as possible, and that's going to be done through prayer. The reason why prayer is the best way to establish this initially is because you're communicating directly with your creator. It doesn't cost anything. You can do it anywhere. You don't need any special status. There are a lot of good deeds that you might want to do, but you're prohibited from doing so because you might not be physically capable or you might not have the financial capabilities of doing so. But with prayer, there's absolutely no barrier between anyone and establishing prayer and establishing a relationship with God through prayer. The reason you pray to God is because if you believe in God and you believe that God is your ultimate creator, your sustainer, your provider, the ultimate disposer of your grace, your forgiveness, and your success, then it only makes sense that he's the only one worthy of your prayer, of you calling upon him, of relying on him, on seeking his assistance, on asking him for success. All of these things are going to be done through prayer, and there are multiple benefits to praying. So if the idea ever enters your head of, what's, what's the point? Why am I praying? What's the benefit of prayer? Remember that there are many benefits to prayer. The first of which is that it's an opportunity to reflect on your current situation. Too often, we're so bogged down with living our day-to-day -day lives that we don't have a moment to even breathe, never mind think and reflect upon our situation and where we're currently at and where we're trying to go. Yet prayer offers us this opportunity to assess our situation in just a few minutes at any given point throughout our day. It gives us the opportunity to take a few minutes out of our day and just breathe and reflect in the presence of God about our situation. And the more that you pray in this way that you're trying to be conscious of your situation, of where you're at and where you're trying to go, the more that that constant awareness of your situation is going to help you improve it. It's hard to address a problem that you keep out of sight and out of mind, but it's also hard to ignore a problem that you continue to try and keep front and center. The second is that as you continue to focus on your situation throughout your day, Prayer is an opportunity for you to seek forgiveness for your transgressions. Sometimes you get so deep in the thick of the wrong path that you don't have the wherewithal to even recognize how far off of the right path that you've actually gone. But prayer, if done properly, gives you the consistent opportunity to stop and assess your situation. It's very much like recalibrating your compass. Through prayer, you're going to be able to take the time to see how off the direction you should be on are you, and giving you the opportunity to recalibrate by seeking forgiveness for the fact that you're not where you're supposed to be. Unfortunately, you've walked so far off of the path because you've neglected to calibrate your compass. Now, it's not because you necessarily neglected prayer altogether, but you did it so infrequently that 
it infrequently had an actual impact on your life. Also, when you did pray, you did so in such a lackadaisical way that it lacks actual substance. And this is definitely a situation in which quality is so much more important than quantity. For too long, you've just been going through the motions and there's no real spirit to what you're doing. And so your prayers feel empty because you're going into them empty. But if you're consistently focused in your prayer, it offers you not only the opportunity to assess your situation, but also to seek forgiveness for the shortcomings that you have in your life. And this is powerful because one of the things that's bogged you down in your life is your inability to forgive yourself. You're human and you're flawed and you're going to make mistakes. And one of your biggest flaws as a human is that you're not the most forgiving and you do hold grudges specifically against yourself for the things that you've done. So it can be extremely liberating to seek forgiveness from a higher power whom you believe to have within his capabilities the ability to forgive even the worst transgressions. Sometimes you just need to let go. You need to seek forgiveness from God and just forget about it because he won't. So there's no need for you to consistently dwell on something that's happened in the past that you've done wrong because it's written. At the end of the day, if it's going to come up in the future, it will and you'll have plenty of time to worry about it when it does. Seeking forgiveness from God in prayer is extremely helpful because if you're sincere in your regret and your desire to change, then you should have faith in your heart that your seeking of forgiveness will be met with acceptance. And this belief can help you move forward, whereas in the past, you've been unable to move forward because you can't get over your own mistakes. When you're praying for forgiveness, you're acknowledging what you've done, but you're leaving it now to God. A third benefit to prayer is that it allows you the opportunity to seek assistance and guidance towards your aspirations. You can't just focus on the negative of where you've been and what you've done because it's just a recipe for disaster as you cripple yourself with regret and despair. You also need to focus on the positive of where you aspire to go. So you need to have goals of what you're trying to do and who you're trying to be. There's no better way to seek success while continuing to ask God to bless your efforts and aid you as you try to better your life. If you believe that God created from nothing everything that is in existence into this beautiful creation that it is, then God is fully capable of helping and aiding you towards your goals. And the process of prayer is going to have a direct benefit towards those efforts. It's extremely difficult to accomplish a goal that you thought of in an instance and then tucked away never to be thought of again. It's hard to work on something that's out of sight and out of mind. When you're consistently praying and seeking assistance towards your goals, you're also consistently reminding yourself of their existence, which is going to be pivotal for making sure that you put in the required effort to making sure that those goals and aspirations become a reality. Certainly action is required to accomplish anything, but how many times have you had a goal that disappeared because it got buried in the back of your mind while you became busy with the rest of life? Prayer is an opportunity to keep those goals, those areas for self-improvement front and center so that you can put in the required effort to see them into fruition. You've seen enough of life at this point to realize that very few people are sincerely going to encourage anybody to pursue their goals and are going to support them in their efforts to succeed. Reality is, is that unfortunately, it's more often than not that you find detractors, people that are ready to tell you that you can't or you shouldn't. 
And so through prayer, it can be extremely comforting to know that you are seeking assistance and you're seeking encouragement from the most powerful and the all-capable who you're seeking to be in your corner as you fight through some of the toughest trials that you're ever going to fight. And so you pray for your success. You pray for God to assist you. And just as you are going to seek and pray for forgiveness and have faith that God is going to forgive you, likewise, you are going to have faith that as you seek assistance from God and you pray for your success, that he is going to grant you those things. A fourth benefit is that prayer allows you to be completely vulnerable and open to a captivated audience. Too many of us have no one to talk to. And even when we do have someone to talk to, it's often that we feel that we can't be completely open and completely vulnerable with those people because we're too ashamed of the things that we've done. We're ashamed of ourselves, we're ashamed of our actions, and it's to the point that we're not able to be truly open and authentic with our situation. But it's extremely important that we do talk to somebody because if we don't, we're left with all of these thoughts and all of this dread and all of this despair and all of these negative emotions that are stuck and trapped inside of us, which creates a darkness that would envelop even the brightest of lights. And as a result, many people are spending thousands of dollars on inadequate and underqualified counselors for $125 for a half an hour, who more often than not are just acting as a captive audience for you to get off of your chest the things that have been bogging you down. And a lot of times, good counselors will just let you talk because more often than not, many of us just need to get the problems off of our chest and it's through the process of speaking out our problems that as we hear ourselves speak, we realize the solutions to our own problems that we need to take action on. While there definitely are situations where counselors are necessary, for many of us, prayer offers an opportunity for us to be completely open and completely vulnerable with a captive audience. Pouring your heart out, seeking the assistance from God, while knowing that you have to put in the effort to change your situation. A fifth benefit to prayer is that consistently praying helps to develop discipline while helping to also build up a lot of easy spiritual credit. Consistent prayer should be just as much a part of your routine as going to the gym and working out or taking a shower, only more frequently. In fact, the analogy has been made that if one were to bathe themselves several times throughout the day, that it would be highly unlikely that you would find dirt on that person. And so prayer is going to be our spiritual bathing. And just like we're going to purify the body with water, we're going to be purifying the soul through prayer. Now, this doesn't mean that all you have to do is pray and you're going to have a purified soul. Far from it. But it's a very, very strong foundation to purifying your soul. You're still going to need to put in the work. Your soul will be purified through consistent effort towards good and righteous actions and through the process of staying steadfast as you deal with the trials and difficulties that God places as obstacles in your path as opportunities for you to overcome them. Because it's that consistent effort in the dealing with those trials which is going to help build and correct your character. Now, 
although it's really important for us to establish a relationship with God through prayer, it's really important to point out that prayer can't just be this mind-numbing action that we do throughout our day from time to time without a whole lot of conscious effort towards it. When you pray, you have to make sure that it's focused and that it's intentional. This is going to be more of an art than it is just a physical and verbal practice where you check off a couple of boxes and you're in and out in two minutes. Too many people, including yourself, have in the past treated prayer as if it's just a chore that needs to be done. It's something that needs to be gotten out of the way. And because you've approached it in this way, it feels empty and it has been empty. So when you pray, you need to create an environment where you're going to get the most out of it. So first and foremost, you have to go into prayer with the mindset that it's not something that you have to do or something that is just a requirement that you have to accomplish, but rather it's something that you want to do. It's something that your soul desires to do. You can't treat it like you're going to English class to do some grammar exercises. This has to be something that you look forward to. Just changing your intention from something that I have to get out of the way or something that I have to do just to check a box and converting that over to something that I desire to do, something that I set aside specific times for me to do is going to have a much bigger impact on how that prayer affects you and your relationship with God and affects how you carry yourself throughout the day. You also have to create an environment, if possible, where you can focus without distractions. You have to ask yourself, how focused do you want God to be on your situations? And whatever that answer is, you need to be more focused when in prayer, seeking the assistance and the guidance and the forgiveness and the success from God. And while you're doing that, you need to take your time. Because most often times, the biggest distraction for most people when they're praying isn't what's going on around them, but it's what comes afterwards. So when you're in the process of praying, you need to be present inside of the prayer. Your kids can wait, your spouse can wait, your work can wait, the game can wait. You need to be present in the process. Again, quality here trumps quantity. If you're trying to craft something beautiful, you don't want it to be rushed. Well, in prayer, we're trying to craft our souls. You need to give it the time it's required. You can't be rushing and thinking, oh, what do I have to do in five minutes? I mean, have you ever had a conversation with somebody and you can sense that they're just trying to move on, like they want the conversation to end, they've got to go somewhere else? How does that make you feel? In the same light, how are you speaking to God? Are, are you having a conversation with God and you're indicating through your actions and through your speech that I just really can't wait to move on to the next thing? Or are you completely engaged in that conversation? Because this is very much a situation where you're going to get out what you put in. This is not something that you want to rush. At the end of the day, how bad is your situation? How badly do you want to change it? How much effort do you want to put into it? Because you should put in the amount of effort that you're hoping to get out. We want to develop a relationship with God. And one of the best ways that we're going to do that is through prayer. And when you pray in a calm, intentional, and focused manner, you're going to start to see how much prayer is going to have an effect on your attitude, on your faith, and on your situation. Right now, you might feel like you're alone in the wilderness out there. But so long as you live a God-centered life, 
and you attempt to establish a strong relationship with God, you will never be alone. So pray for your forgiveness. Pray for your success. And I pray that your prayers are answered.